This is the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast. This is a podcast for change catalysts, those that believe we can change the world and that the way things are isn't the way they have to be. Through this podcast, I share tools, tips, and inspiring stories for breaking through limitations, creating meaningful change, and embracing and trusting in your deepest truth. I'm Julian Crossenhill, certified spiritual life coach, human design specialist, and founder of Priest of Unana. I help spiritually-minded professionals discover and embrace a life of possibility, freedom, meaning, and impact. Welcome, and thanks for listening. Welcome to this episode of the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast. I'm your host, Julian Crossenhill, and today I'm talking with a special guest, Minerva Maharaj. Minerva is a certified spiritual life coach, ICF accredited PCC coach, energy and wealth expander, and founder and director of Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching and Starseed Academy Coach Training. Her mission is to help powerful women build more wealth, rest and freedom into their businesses and lives by doing less and being more. Her work encapsulates a full being approach, aligning the mental, emotional, physical, and energetic bodies to create tangible and sustainable results in business, life, and money that your soul came to experience. Learn more about Minerva and start living an expansive and exciting business and life by subscribing to her podcast, her popular podcast, Words of Wisdom. Hi, and welcome to the show, Minerva. Thanks, Jillian. I'm so honored to be here. It's an honor to have you here. So so for the listeners that, that don't know, I have some history with Minerva. Minerva was my instructor when I was becoming certified as a spiritual coach. And she also owns Starseed Academy, where I now teach coaches. So yes. it's really exciting to to have you on finally. Yeah, I like I mentioned, I was I was, when you had your podcast, I believed in you from the get go before you even certified. So I I'm just honored to, you know, this full circle moment to be in this space and what you have created. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So you have two successful businesses, Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching and Starseed Academy Coach Training. And you focus on rest and freedom and doing doing less and being more. So tell us a little bit about how you juggle. You're also a mom and you just have a lot of things that you're doing. Um, yeah. How do you, how do you juggle it all? And I just opened a third business, an Airbnb. So oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do I juggle it all? Um, it was a juggle and some days it's still a juggle, but every day I, become more and more aware that I'm the creator of my life and I keep tweaking from there and deepening and also in awe of the life I've created as well. And um, I set it up in a way and through lots of trial and error, through some burnout, through some, well, a lot of ego deaths and a lot of uncomfortable growing phases, I just kept striving for what like my soul wanted and desired and knew and what I came here to live. And it's that 
you know, expansive life. And I don't believe we have to keep sacrificing and struggling and forcing and doing and thinking our way through. It just doesn't work like that anymore. And I think more people are awakening to that. And I believe that you can create that life, that business, that overflow of money with ease, joy, and abundance. So that's what I'm here to do. Yeah, that's really powerful. And I love that idea. So a while ago for Starseed Academy, you and I did this um, video series where we sat and talked about our businesses. And it was really interesting to me how differently we approach business and based on our human design types, because of course I'm a manifesting generator and I'm doing all the things and you're a manifester, a non-sacral who is a lot more selective about how you use your time and how you sort of time box that. So how do you, you know, talk a little bit about for other manifestors or non-sacrals listening, how you fit in doing all the things you need to do to keep your business moving forward and yet protecting your, your sacral energy. Yeah, I love that question. Um, Well, it's because I was operating like I was some sort of generator for years (laughs) and trying to be like everyone else and, you know, burn literally the midnight oil with, you know, when I was in school and then when I was working seven days a week as a student while still in school. And then when I became a dancer and I didn't understand, like I went to the wrong of me, like, why can't I keep up? Why don't I have the energy? or I have this burst of energy and I just can't sustain it like everybody else. And then I would just work and work and work even more. Um, and it actually was during our training, someone had approached me, a student had approached me and said, how do you do this? Like you're teaching, like I was teaching crazy amounts of hours and running my business. And I was a new mom at the time. And they're like, you, you, I think they assumed I was a generator when they checked my chart, I was a manifester. And they're like, are you burnt out? And I almost cried because I was like, oh my God, yes. How did you know? And um, when I, I, I did a reading with that student and it was, it blew my mind. Like I was crying. I was like, <laughs> even though I was the, the teacher, I was just like, oh my, it was just like a relief and a release of understanding who I am. And um, once I started learning more about my energetic blueprint and, you know, that I'm non-sacral, that I I work in bursts um, and then I need a lot of rest. And even to this day, I still refer to that. And even my family, and I live in a house of generators, one generator and two manifesting generators. And so I love that this even exists because I refer to it for everything, for my schedule, for how I raise my kids, for understanding my kids individually, for how I communicate with my husband. Even last night, our, we had our anniversary and we're on a walk and <laughs> my husband's like, why do you get annoyed when I ask questions? And I said, and I literally thought of you, Julian. I'm like, because I'm not here to respond. I don't <laughs> respond to questions. <laughs> I'm like, how do I explain this in the most loving way? And he actually understood because he's a wait and respond strategy type and I'm here to inform. And so it was just so beautiful. And I felt like even in that moment, he understood me more and it just like, you know, opens the lines of communication even more in our marriage. So it's just human design is just so beautiful, like a manual for who you are and how to navigate every area of your life. Um, so back to like my business, now understanding that I start segmenting my tasks. 
um, I literally, I, I realized too, that I was doing and thinking more in, in my business than I was being and feeling into my business. And I started shifting. So it's like every day, every week, every year, last two years during COVID was a huge, um, it was a huge rise and fall for me. And coming out of that death experience, that ego death experience, um, I was like, wow, like it all was happening for me because I was running my business, even still with the knowledge that I'm a manifester, but, you know, going through all that conditioning that I, I don't want to work five days a week, like even Monday to Fridays. I don't want to work evenings. I don't want to work even uh, weekends. Um, <clears throat> I don't want it to be on my mind. And actually I like, even just this year, I just kept shifting things and like went to five hours a week, then three hours a week. And, or it's not a week, sorry, per day on my work days. And, um, so I keep integrating that, like building in that space. What would I love? What would I desire to feel in the morning? And for me, I want to just get grounded before I got to go tend to the kids and it's just a mad rush in the morning. And I notice what that does to my energy when I'm not grounded and I don't take that intentional time for me to get in tune with my energy and then go out and do and with other, you know, my other little beings. Um, and so those little things, like I'm just very intentional and may go against what the norm is. Like even the 6am wake up club, I was doing that for a bit. It was very nourishing, but then I realized it started feeling heavy. It was like a whole job and I'm like, Oh, gross. Like I want to sleep. That is nourishing to me. So just to sleep in the 645 is a sleep in for me these days. Right. So I, based on how I feel, I let my desires lead me. I like who I am lead me, my soul lead me. And for me, like, just to give a rough idea what my day looks like, it's like, I'll wake up and give myself anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the morning, meditation, grounding time. And then I segment to know, okay, this is time for the kids. I want to be very present. I want to be with them. When they're gone, I'm going to, I give myself an hour, sometimes two hours in the morning to meditate to work out, to walk, to read, whatever I want to do. And then from that place, I choose what do I desire to do today? Like this was all very intentional where we, you know, found the exact time, which felt aligned. So anything I do now in my business, and this was even a year ago, I wasn't there where I'm very, very intentional of what I put on my calendar. Who am I doing a podcast with? why am I writing this blog? Why am I even writing social media? Like you may, if anyone follows me on Instagram, I put the, I put, I took, I think, I don't know, two weeks off of social media. Cause I got into a space of like, why am I writing again? Like I kind of lose that. So I give myself permission to, I'm going to step back. I don't care about any algorithms out there. And I'm going to just be, maybe I was in a rest cycle. Actually, I was in a rest cycle. I got really sick as well. But um, I give myself permission for that rest cycle. And the more I find I do that, take the break from social media, not record the podcast, take a break a week off. I rescheduled all the classes. Not rescheduled. I let them know ahead of time. So we all knew we had the week off. And interesting enough, people found us on Google 
for Starseed Academy. Someone signed up for my new group, group math, um, mastermind portal to overflow, which shows me that I don't need to do all the time. I don't need to be I don't have to be on or thinking all the time when in fact, what I've learned about myself and also through human design, which confirms it for me is that when I am head operated, when I am sacral, when I'm very like, you know, doing, doing, going, going, that works against me in my flow. That works against me in what is in creating with ease and what I'm receiving in my life. And so with that knowledge, with that learning, with tweaking, I just keep adjusting my schedule and I keep adjusting my tasks and simplifying, simplifying in my business. And it, it feels even so much lighter. I'm doing less and receiving more. So there's something to it that your soul and your being knows exactly what you need. And if you have that desire, you have this vision of what you want your life and your business and your finances, whatever your desire is to look like, if it's in you, and it sounds corny as hell, but if it's in you, it's meant for you and your desires are there for a reason. And if you actually tap in deeper into your desires and allow that to lead you, it'll tell you exactly the next steps that are aligned to experiencing, receiving, having, and holding in the physical. Yeah, that's really powerful because I think a lot of times business tends to be so head driven, right? We we learn how to do business, we read marketing books, we learn all this stuff, we learn about the algorithm and feeding the algorithm and we do all these things sort of automatically be, from sort of headspace instead of really feeling into why we're doing it. And I love what you said about taking the break from social media and being like, "Why am I doing this?" cuz you know, I had an assistant for a while and there were a lot yeah. of things I did in my business because I didn't have to do them, right? Because I yes. didn't I didn't have to physically sit down and do it. My assistant did it. And when I got rid of my assistant, I was like, oh, why am I doing this? And it really made me be a lot more selective about what I was doing in my business. But I, I also love what you said about, you know, you take that break, but people are still drawn to you. Energetically, they're still drawn to you. Your stuff is still out there. You're still out on Google. You know, people have this idea that they have to keep going and going and going, or suddenly their business is just going to drop off. I actually saw on um, Kat Coroy, she had someone ask about how Kat keeps up with posting. And this woman said, and Kat was like, well, how often are you trying to post? And the woman said three times. And Kat was like, okay, three times a week. And she started talking about how you break that down. And the woman goes, no, per day. And Kat was like, three times a day? You don't need to do that. But people get <laughs> yeah. in their head yes. that they have to be doing this. So I love yes. that. I love what you said about the energetics of it and really getting yeah. into that desire. Because when you come from authenticity and from who you are in your being, it's very different than coming from that energy of just busyness. Absolutely. And I feel like, and that's what I mean by um, doing less and being more and being more you, being more in tuned with your source and that your source led, source lives within you as you. And if you allow that to lead and deepen into that being and let that be the leader, it will tell you exactly what you need to do. Like, for me, it's like, I do, I don't need to post this week. 
I don't need to do a podcast this week. It may not make sense. And it's not actually supposed to make sense because your being is not logical. Source is not logical, right? Science is trying to make it logical and make everything quantifiable. But we know that the internal source within us, soul, inner being, your wisdom, your intuition, whatever you resonate with, you have it within you. You have that source within you right now that will guide you in what is best for you. And my vision is not your vision, Julian, like your vision of what you want your life to be is different than what I have a vision. And we may have similarities. And I'm just saying for everyone, we all have a vision. It's all different. So why am I then going to use the exact same strategy of Kat Colroy, Julian, or Susie, or Joe, whoever, or whoever is teaching, right? And that's where we do all fall into because that's when we come outsourced. We look at everyone else. Oh, well, there's a successful coach. They're doing well. If I do everything that they're doing, I'm going to get there. But that's outsourced. That's not self-sourced. When we are self-sourced, we are starting from that desire. We're starting from soul and all the steps that lead towards that. And then we get overwhelmed. When you're in a place of burnout, doing and pushing, and you just kind of just lost your way is because you became outsourced and not self-sourced. And hopefully that makes sense. And that's the way I look at it. When I look back at all the times I was burnt out, when I literally had nervous breakdowns, it's because I was doing all the things everyone else said I should do. Finish university, then get a job. And when you get a job, then you can start a business or then you could pursue acting, whatever I was doing in my past life. And that never led to happiness. So just yeah. to the breakdown. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I like what you said there about having your own vision and you have to have your own way to get to that vision. Because if you do all these same steps that someone else is doing, you're getting their vision, not your own. And I think, I think for new spiritual entrepreneurs, that's really difficult because of course they get on social media and how many coaches, coaches, I'm going to put that in air quotes, are out there selling their step-by-step plan or their email template that brought them six figures. And people are copying the patterns of other people and trying to be these other people or use their methods instead of finding their own. And And of course, they wonder why it doesn't work. Right. Or why, yeah, why it doesn't work or why they feel overwhelmed because it doesn't, it's not authentic to them. It's not who they are. And of course, in human design, that's what we call outer authority versus inner authority. You know, is it coming from inside or is it coming from someone else from outside? Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. Um, So you talked a lot about um, that authenticity and and that vision. And so obviously you have a very clear vision of your business. And I would love for Starseed Academy, I teach there, you know, full disclosure. And I think it's a very special type of coaching program for, you know, training program for coaches you incorporate human design, you talk a lot about how to market and how to be authentic in your business in at Starseed Academy. And so I'd love to hear a little bit about share with people your vision for Starseed Academy. What 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 vision led you to create a coach training program? Well, it started with a meditation. And um, <clears throat> I actually, it's a funny story, because it's when I was working at the other coaching institute, and I just got that down like divine deep feeling within me you need to leave it did not make any logical sense I had the time in my schedule obviously I had that consistent money through that stream did not make any sense but I just knew in my body 
it just, I was heavy. I didn't feel, it felt contraction. I felt that contraction of energy. It was time for me to leave. So I left and had no idea what the next step was. So that takes a deepening and trust and, you know, deepening a lesson in being self-led and soul-led. And then uh, a few months later, I basically was in a, a, pro, a course training, a, an advanced coach training, and they led us through a meditation. And I got this message of like, you open up a school. And I just saw like all these heads, little boppy heads. And it was just all these star scenes are just glows around everybody. And it was time. And it was just like a university. I always wanted, I, I knew at some point I would open a university or high education institute of for spiritual coaches. And, um, I just knew, you know, I've initially started as a place and it still is as a place where you learn the basic coaching skills, the core foundational skills you're going to take throughout your entire coaching career. I still use them to this, this day. They just keep evolving as well as a marketing support, as well as the, you know, the business for what the how to's and also the personal development part of it. And, for me, I had to kind of piecemeal those things from other people, from other coaches. And I just wish there was just a home, one space where you could just have all of that. Because to me, those are the components and the pillars you need to be a successful coach is the skill, is the marketing and business knowledge, as well as your own learning and your deepening and your personal development, because this is why we're here with every single thing. And I feel like you can attest to this in some way. Every single thing I have been through in my life has turned into goal or some sort of lesson or some sort of knowledge or wisdom that supports my clients in some way. Yeah. So I think that continuous commitment to our own growth and higher consciousness is part of being a successful coach. So that's, that's the foundation of star seed. Now it, it keeps evolving. And I feel like where we're at, and I've shared with you, and sometimes I drop you voice notes. I'm like, this is where I feel like we need to take the program. <laughs> and what's so important is every single student, like, again, desire led this again, this was not from the head. This was like dropped into what does starseed need? What is it called? I look at starseed as an entity as a, in itself. Where does, where is it meant to lead? Where is it meant to go? What is the essence of starseed? And I, what people are really craving, not just clients out there, but what coaches are craving more so. And I feel like this is the essence of success is to be more of themselves and not do the things that light up their soul to market in a way to serve, to help in a way that is just so soul satisfying. They don't want to be doing, not to say you don't have to do these things, but they don't want to have to post three times a day, do the newsletter, do the ads, do, do, do all the things you quote unquote think you're supposed to do to be successful. We literally throw that out the window and we start with you. And that's what the most important thing. And every there's that relief I can feel. Or I'm teaching two cohorts right now. You're teaching one. You're going to start another one soon. And every single time I can tune into people's questions. But when I share with them, listen, guys, I took a week off. And this is what happened. Or 
I share whatever, you know, recent experience that we have. We share real life experience that this hasn't worked or this does work for me. Discern what works for you. It's giving everyone permission to be themselves and carve their own path. And I believe, and I say to them, we're going to teach you the structures. We'll, we'll teach you the models for marketing. We'll teach you how to come up with an ideal client. But end of the day, I want you, the skill that we're also teaching is discernment. If it doesn't feel good to niche, don't niche. If it doesn't feel good to just focus on one client, don't do that. If it doesn't feel good to do social media, don't do that. I literally say, I had one student, I'm like, don't do any social media. Please don't. Like, please don't. Because you're putting out this energy that's not serving you. It doesn't feel good. It's not sustainable. Well, it does feel good. And she was like, I want to blog. I just want to write. I know you hear so many successful stories about that, right? So it's helping our students become more of who they are and carving their own way, figuring out their own way. We're here to support them. And there is success in so many, it looks so different. And, and there's so many versions of success. And we just help you find your version of success with, with still having the skills that I feel is going to take them throughout their lives, whether they decide to change careers or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I, I get messages to this day that Minerva, I still use some of the tools. I still use stuff from our coaching sessions. And it's because the foundational part, I think of every successful person, if you want to even think about like Tony Robbins and Steve Jobs and Richard Branson, they were all successful, but they had such a different story, such a different path. And so my intention and my goal, and what I feel at the heart of it is to help our spiritual coaches be, create their own level of success. Yeah. I love that. Uh, absolutely. And I think, I think it's interesting because it's almost like COVID in a way led to this whole awakening. It's like, we were all shut up in our homes. And so we all kind of went inward and we started saying like, what do I want? Do I really want to do the hustle? Do I really want to work, go yes. to an office and commute an hour each way and come home tired and worn out? Do I want to market my business in this way and do the things I don't love like social media? What if I could do something different? And of course, in COVID, we were all doing something different. So it sort of gave us permission to break the yeah. rules in a way. And so in a lot of ways, it was this great spiritual gift because we were able to kind of like say, okay, we're going to have to try something different because we have this real thing that we can't do it the old way. And it yeah. kind of allowed a lot of people to to do what you're saying, to get back to you. Who am I? What do I want to do? And do that and see what happens. Yeah. And to add to that, I agree with you 110%. That's exactly what I feel like the gift for COVID was. And still to this day, there's still people who I think are resisting that. And everyone has their own path to awakening and realizing yeah. what's not in alignment for them. Um, but I, I just find it comes down to like when we're in the most pain and discomfort and suffering is when we're resisting yeah. who we are right? And what we're being called to more and more. And I find the more suffering and struggle we have is the more we're resisting what we're here to do, what our soul is speaking to us, yeah. speaking out to us. Yeah. It's obvious that you're, you're very led by intuition in your business and, and in your life. And 
a lot of people struggle with listening to their intuition. They struggle with sort of telling the difference between what their soul wants and their ego wants. So yeah. how how would you advise someone who's sort of starting to try to do more of that in their business and life to really yeah. discern what's intuition and, and what's coming from the soul versus what their ego wants? Uh, I love that question. So the reason you can't hear your intuition is because you're head led. You're very being, not, not being in the like soul being led, um, more of like doing. Like I think, and I do one plus one equals two. You're very yeah. logic led and that's not intuition, right? Even though science is talking more about like quantum fields and energy and, you know, there's a sixth sense or whatever, it's still not logical. So what I, what I actually, I shared this with a client recently I say to honor the head first. So it's a two-step process. So I would say, number one, honor the head, the head space. So to me is like, find something where you are, give it its time, give it its stage, mind dumps. I literally write down everything. Um, Meditation is just like number one tool. But if you just kind of write it out until it just feels empty, till the mind is a little, little more silenced, and then you can drop into your intuition. And so things that, so to me, when I'm even in that space and I catch myself, I'm like, Oh, if I'm worrying, then also the signs are like worry, fear, scary thoughts, obsessive thoughts. I got to do like the, all of that. I'm like, Oh, I'm in my head. And that I even get caught up in that. I'm like, okay. So I also know that's not true for me. That's not my truth. Nothing I should say nothing good was created from the head, but like nothing sustainable and satisfactory, like that was nourishing and that was sustainable ever came from my head. It always came from my gut. It always came from, I was just saying my gut, but yeah, I guess down here, like I just feel more in the sacral area when I'm tuned into my sacral chakra, my design and my feminine power. So um, I, then I find evidence of when that was true, like Starseed Academy didn't come from the head that came from my intuition that came from my gut. Um, my babies, when I knew they were coming, that wasn't from the, oh, that wasn't a head decision. I was like, Oh, I could feel it. I could feel their energy that's coming. So I found evidence. It could be small. It could be big. And we all have evidence of this. We all had a moment of like, Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Or I had a sense that was going to happen. Or I knew that and you kind of ignore it. I think we've all kind of been, well, I have, I should speak for myself. I've been in a lot of bad relationships to my husband <laughs> where my gut was saying, this is the wrong person, red flags. And I just kept ignoring it. So I think, I know we all have experience of that. We just haven't been practiced into leading and living into the intuition. Um, so to back to your question, I would say number one is just honor the headspace versus fighting it, right? Because I just think it just becomes louder. So it's like, just like a little kid, give them the space. Like, what is it that you need to say? There's days I'm like, hey, say it. Anger, frustration, fear, just let it out. What, like, what's the worst? Tell me everything you think is going to happen. And then I learned now that I can separate myself from those thoughts and I'm not, not those thoughts. And that's not true. So I could view it from a neutral space. And when I'm in that neutral space, then it's easier to then I could choose. Do I want to continue being head led or do I want to be soul led? So I, I can just change my perspective. I change my direction. 
And then I go, okay, so like, even if it's silence, even if it's very soft of a whisper, I tune in, okay, spirit, soul, feminine, divine energy, goddess, what do you need to say? Then I tune into that. And then even if it's a whisper, even if it's soft, even if it's silence, I sit in that space. Because as we know, where your focus goes, energy flows. So where are you just going to focus on? So I kind of gave a lot in there, but to summarize that, I would basically say, honor the head. It's there. It's there for survival. But I retrain myself um, and I understand my headspace in a different way that is there for survival. It's there. It's just a program. It's just a computer <laughs> that's been programmed and I can, you know, clear the viruses and I can reprogram it the way I want it to operate. And it's not actually... Um, it's doing its job. It's not actually like it's doing what it was programmed to do. So therefore I can program it to do something else. So yeah. that's kind of how I do. I don't, I'm not about resisting and I'm really about sitting with it, with the emotions, with the fear, with the thoughts. And that to me gives us back our power because that is not something I'm avoiding or I'm scared of. I'm like, all right, Let's sit face to face. What do you have to say? And it disarms it and it gives me back my power and my control. And then I get to choose my, what's most in alignment and what I most desire. And then from that choice, am I, I'm either choosing what's in alignment to my soul or out of alignment. I'm choosing to create more of what it is. I want more experiences and feelings of what I want or the opposite of that. Yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, it, it definitely makes sense. And I love what you said about not resisting the head. So I, I followed Dana Wilde, the author of Train Your Brain, and she talks about manifesting and how people do all this weird stuff like zip, zip, cancel, cancel when they have a negative thought or they do they get, <laughs> yeah, beat yeah. themselves up about it yeah. and all this stuff. And she says, I celebrate because that means I'm aware of my thoughts and then yes. I can think something different. And I just love that. And it's, and that came to mind when you mentioned not resisting the head. So. Yeah. I was told to go cancel, cancel, delete, delete. And to me, I like, okay, it was a spurt moment, but then it's still there. And I, then all I need to do is more canceling. It, to me, I'm putting more force and effort to yeah. cancel the thought than I am to sit with the thought, right? Yeah. It's it's less, you're putting more energy. If, you're, if you literally think about fighting someone that exerts more energy to, if you're, I'm going to get violent, but punch, if you like physically have a physical altercation with someone, that takes more energy. Yeah. And it is to let's sit down and resolve what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. So that's yeah. literally what I, how I think about my thoughts. And I think also thinking in images helps our subconscious. So I literally give an image to my fear. And I also give an image to my soul or my desires. And that helps. That helps us move through it with more yeah. ease, I think. Yeah, visualizing such a such a great tool for that, definitely. So you mentioned sort of earlier on, you were talking about different things that you were doing, and you mentioned your new mastermind, the portal to overflow. So what is that all about? Mm. So it's my high level mastermind. It's a group program. And it's basically walking through the portal to create that life in overflow. And so yes, there's going to be tools to, you know, clear the resistance is releasing all resistance to having and holding what you desire now because allowing your desires to lead. So then how do you do that, right? 
right? So yes, things come up in the mind. So it's about we, although our a focus, so I'm very mindful how I say this because where your attention goes, the energy flows. Um, but really what we're doing, what's leading is the desire. It's, it's that vision you have. It's that soul pulse within you of what you're here to create and experience and have and hold. So we start with that and deepen into that every, every week, every day, and whatever comes up, there's tools to support you through that. I E like the head tool. Um, when shame comes up, you know, we're going to be clearing a lot of family things. And to me, it's like, yes, I've done that work, but this is just a deeper level, like just the tools that have been flowed through me and birthed and what I've experienced is just a higher level support and tools here to create that life. And I'm literally living it and walking it where, you know, I, I feel like I'm living my version of overflow where I have three successful businesses. Like I opened the Airbnb July 31st within 12 hours, August was sold out right now. September is like 75% sold out. That was all desire led. And so I just want to make creation easier for people. Cause I think everyone's making it harder than it needs to be. <laughs> That's basically what it is. So we meet twice a month. We do, you get one-on-one support in the group setting. You have unlimited text support and voice note support with me during the months, um, during the week. And it's a six month program. And you have a portal of tools from like tapping meditations, so little talks and to walk you through the portal and everything that comes up as you create and have and hold what it is you desire in your business life and money. That sounds amazing. And just, you know, you're so much living it already that people can just sort of follow some of these tools and sort of see how you created that and then apply them to themselves and, and create them. Yes. Where do people find out more about that or apply to join it? Yeah, uh, go to goddessofwisdom.ca forward slash portal to overflow. I am keeping an open enrollment right now so you can join at any time. And actually, it's a six-month program, but I just added an extra month. And so we start with a live kickoff call and an, an extra group session where you can ask questions and I just coach you right on the spot and we just get lasered in. We do clearings, we do everything. So I'm just like so excited for the people who are in there right now. Great. Wonderful. So as we're sort of winding down our time together here, Minerva, what sort of parting words of wisdom do you have to people who are trying to create what they desire in their life or in their business? What sort of parting words of wisdom would you like to offer? You're either creating or you're waiting or in victim mode. And so if you're waiting, you're not creating. If you feel like life's happening to you, you're not in your divine power. You're not in creator mode. And I believe we are all creators. It's just a tweak in mindset, perspective, and energy in your actions, and that life can be easier. And in fact, the vision that you have for your business and life is only going to be created and be sustained through the path of least resistance. So it is possible. I'm living it. I come from a lot of my version of trauma 
trauma and hardships and struggles and I had to decondition and heal and still do in so many ways but I can literally say I was that person who thought it's I'm not the lucky one I wasn't born that way and you are you are born that way we just have to decondition a few things and life can be so much easier yeah, those are really powerful words. So, and I love that, that you are, you're born that way. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. So how do people Thank keep you. up with you and contact you and find out what, what you're up to? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm pretty active on Instagram. So I goddess of wisdom coach and my podcast words of wisdom podcast is on every platform. And so I think those are the two best places you can find me as well as YouTube. I have a YouTube channel so you can see live recordings of podcasts as well as meditations and all of that. So you can yeah. find me on the, those three platforms. Great. And of course, Starseed Academy coach training.com. Absolutely. And, and, yes. and when is your, when is your next cohort beginning? We have a fall cohort starting the end of September. And then after that, we're going to, that'll be the last one for the year. And then we move into 2024. And this year we've had four cohorts. So we've been very blessed. And so we're going to start again in the new year, but I would get in for this year. So you can be certified by early 2024. Yeah. So, so anyone who's feeling called to coaching, this is a great opportunity to get that certification and learn learn that know-how of how to start your business from that place of personal power. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's been great to to catch up with you and have you on the podcast, Minerva. It's always it's always wonderful talking with you and, and thank you for taking the time to be here. Thank you. It's so nice to spend this time with you. Appreciate it, Julian. This has been the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast with spiritual life coach, Julian Prossenhill. Help others discover this podcast by leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Did this episode speak to you? Is there something you'd like to hear more about? Have a suggestion for a guest you'd like to hear? DM me on social media or use the contact page on my website to let me know. www.priestofanana.com That's Priest of Anana. I-N-A-N-N-A dot com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Priest of Inanna. And don't forget to check out the Soul Expansion Soundboard live every other Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. 